It's the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Here's Rob Carney. The Monday, November 1st, 2021 edition of the Heartland at Noon. It's brought to you by Heritage Insurance and Purpose Financial, working together to serve you better. Coming up today, of course, we've got the latest on COVID-19, the news, the numbers, still trending in the right direction, although we do still have the same number of cases here in the local South Central region today as we did on Friday. Halloween! How was it? Despite the pandemic, local children were out and about. Some local homeowners surprised to see so many. We'll share that story. The pet value, perfect pet for the month of October, is a beautiful German shepherd puppy named Cooper. His master, Jesse Ludwar, pleased to find that out. We'll visit with Jesse today. The businesswomen of Moose Jaw coming away motivated last week after they welcomed Lieutenant Colonel Riel Erickson who's now a year into her role as commanding officer at 15 Wings 2 Canadian Forces Flying Training School. You'll hear what the Lieutenant Colonel had to say today on the Heartland at Noon. And he's probably still waking up each morning and pinching himself just to make sure this is for real. Freshman, rookie left-hander Cam O'Reilly making a name for himself down east. Pitching for St. Clair College Saints of the Ontario College Athletic Association. The Moose Jaw Kid named OCAA Pitcher of the Year and helped his team to a championship this fall. We'll visit with Cam on the Heartland at Noon today. You're listening to 800 CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Discover Moose Jaw News for Ivermain Place. Small town life is great when you're surrounded by people with big hearts. Contact today for senior living opportunities at Ivermain Place Central Butte. Good afternoon, I'm Catherine Ludwig. The Saskatchewan Health Authority announced that proof of vaccination or a negative COVID-19 test will be required to enter all SHA acute care facilities and long-term care homes beginning November 8th. Patients will not be required to provide a proof of vaccination to receive care or services. Here's Saskatchewan Public Safety Agency President Marlo Pritchard. This policy will help protect the vulnerable patients and residents in our health care facilities by reducing the risk of transmission in these high-risk settings. The SHA will be communicating additional details in the lead-up to the implementation date to ensure visitors to these facilities are fully informed of these new requirements. The policy aligns with the SHA's healthcare worker proof of vaccination policy. One new death was reported as of Sunday, along with 170 new positive cases and 354 recoveries. The South Central Zone has six of the new cases, Regina has 30, and Saskatoon has 28. This brings the total number of active cases up to 2,122. 226 people are being treated in hospital, 172 of them are receiving inpatient care, and there are 54 people in the ICU. 24 Saskatchewan patients have been transferred to Ontario and are receiving out-of-province care. Moose Jaw's newest mural was unveiled on South Hill Friday afternoon. The mural, painted by local artist Carly Jay, is located on the side of the Palliser Regional Library building. Jay talked about her reaction to the finished project. Even as the creator, it's crazy to step back at the end of these processes of a mural and see your initial vision brought to life. She said the mural took about four weeks start to finish. The Prairie South School Division is holding a virtual mental health information session for parents and the general public tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. 
Understanding mental health stages and what these words mean, we'll be looking at what is healthy stress and when you need to seek help. Kirsten Lawson Noob, advocacy and behavior support consultant for the school division, says there is still a stigma around mental health. We're very connected to technology, which can, of course, have benefits, but it's also it can be quite harmful. Um, many people rely on it for connections with people, but I think it gives us a false sense of connection, whereas it's that physical connection that we really need um, that that helps us be resilient. Those interested can find the Zoom link on the Prairie South School Division website. Last weekend was Christmas in October, where dozens of local downtown stores and restaurants stayed open late and offered special products, food, and entertainment. Secretary of the Downtown Moose Jaw Association, Michaela Turner, was out shopping and enjoying the shops, and she loved it. I have never seen so many people support local. It was so fantastic to see so many different groups and all ages, from local as well as some tourists, out supporting our stores. The weekend is to showcase how important it is to shop locally, especially during this time of year, and also to support your family and friends running businesses during the hard times of the pandemic. Hoping to make your walk more educational? A new story trail has opened on South Hill. The trail is fully accessible and pre-lit. Running along the Rotary Trail, beginning on the corner of Coteau Street West and 16th Avenue Southwest. Currently, Pumpkin Town is the featured story, but the Early Years Family Resource Center will update the story regularly. This is the second story trail located in Moose Jaw. The first trail is located on North Hill. She's been a part of the Moose Jaw Warriors organization as a billet and season ticket holder since 1992, but now Maggie Sinclair is making team history. Sinclair was elected to the Warriors Board of Directors, becoming the first female to serve on the board. She talked about making Warriors history. I'm, I'm honored, and, and then I'm also very appreciative of the fact that Chad and the board felt that I could add value to the table, and you know, I think what it does too, it, like it opens the door. Sinclair currently works as the Chief Risk and Compliance Officer with Conexus and brings decades of experience in banking to the club. Time for today's Money Scope, brought to you by Aaron Rustin of Purposed Financial, bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is up 200 points, the Dow Jones is up 97 points, the Nasdaq is up 68 points, and the Canadian dollar is up to 80.91 cents U.S., and do you have a story to share? Click Submit News on discovermoosejaw.com. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau invoked the memory of Lytton, B.C. as he spoke at crucial United Nations climate talks in Scotland. Trudeau referenced the record-setting temperatures that set the stage for the devastating wildfire that swept through the village of Lytton in June, destroying much of the community. The Prime Minister told the assembled leaders that what happened in Lytton can, has, and will happen anywhere, and this is the time to step up together. Thousands of medical appointments across Newfoundland and Labrador have been cancelled after a suspected cyber attack on the province's health system. Health Minister John Hagee says the so-called Brain of the Networks data centre, operated by Bell, has been damaged. Eastern Health CEO David Diamond says his agency has lost everything from basic email to diagnostic images and lab results. New York City's vaccination mandate for city workers takes effect today amid fierce resistance among a minority of workers in a few critical public safety jobs. 
As of yesterday, one in four of the city's uniformed firefighters still hadn't gotten a first dose of the vaccine as required. About one in six police officers were still unvaccinated. Under the city's mandate, those who haven't received at least one dose of the vaccine will be suspended without pay. John Bon Jovi tested positive for COVID-19 just before he was set to perform a concert in Miami Beach over the weekend. Local news outlets say the singer is fully vaccinated and took a rapid test just before the Saturday concert. An announcer took to the stage to give fans the bad news, saying the rocker was feeling great but was going to bed. I'm Pam Fedick. Now, discover Moose Jaw Sports. The Moose Jaw Warriors beat the Medicine Hat Tigers 4-3 in overtime on Friday night. The Warriors had a 3-2 lead late in the game when the Tigers tied it up with just a buck 30 to go in the third. That sent the game to overtime, and then the Tigers took a penalty for too many men on the ice in the late stages of the extra frame. 15 seconds left, got to get a shot away. Korzak to Matejchuk, high slot, back to Korzak, right circle, back door, Jaeger, It's a 4 on 3 power play goal. Score one for the good guys tonight. Let's rock. Did Jaeger hammer that one home? What a setup. Down the ladder it goes. Matejchuk, big shot. Slides into Korzak, who goes right through the seam. Beautiful one-timer. Jaeger's goal, by the way, came with just eight seconds to go in overtime. Denton Matejchuk named the game's first star. He had a goal and assisted on that winner. The Warriors now on the road for three state, uh, straight games starting Wednesday when they play the Pats in Regina. The Winnipeg Ice, by the way, lost for the first time this season on the weekend. The Edmonton Oil Kings beat the Ice 3-1 Friday night. But Winnipeg bounced back big time. On Saturday, went to Lethbridge and spanked the Hurricanes 7-0. The U18 AAA Warriors. Warriors split a pair with the Battleford Stars at Mosea Place this weekend. They won the first one 4-3 in overtime, with the Stars bouncing back with a 6-2 victory yesterday afternoon. The Triple A's now 7-3 on the season. They'll play the first-place packed Canadians in Regina Thursday night. Moose Jaw athletes came home with a pair of provincial high school soccer titles over the weekend. Central walked away with a 4A boys title with a 3-1 win over Yorkton Sacred Heart in the final. Meanwhile, in an all-Moose Jaw final for the 4A girls championship, Vanier down Central 3-0 to win the provincial banner. Saskatchewan Rough Riders clinched a playoff spot on the weekend with their 1914 win over the Alouettes in Montreal. The 7-4 and Riders will play the Elks in Edmonton Friday night. And the World Series will go back to Houston. The Astros staved off elimination in Game 5 last night, overcoming a first-inning grand slam. They went on to beat Atlanta 9-5. The Braves lead the best-of-seven series three games to two. Your Discover Moose Jaw weather. Well, a couple of cool days and then it warms up for the rest of the week. Mostly cloudy today uh, with uh, clearing skies this afternoon. So mostly sunny skies on the way for the afternoon. The high today plus one. Tonight, just a few clouds with a low of minus 13. Tomorrow, sunny and cool. The high plus three. Then it warms up. Sunshine Wednesday, high eight. Sunny and 14 on Thursday. Friday, sunny with a high of 10 degrees.
Yesterday's high in Moose Jaw was 5. Normal high at this time of year is 5. Normal low minus 7. The record high, 20 degrees, set in 2008. Record low minus 22, set in 1984. Sun up today at 7.53 and the sun goes down at 5.39. This hour, Moose Jaw, sunny and zero. Regina minus one. Assiniboia Gravelberg minus three. Rockland Coronac minus three. Swift Current minus three. Albo zero. Davidson Watrous minus one. Once again, Assiniboia minus three. Regina minus one. And with the wind, northwest at nine and the relative humidity at 55%, it's zero in Moose Jaw. Normally, right here, right now, you're going, something's different, isn't it? Normally, we go to Drew Lerner for his agriculture forecast, but we're not doing much agriculture in November in Saskatchewan, are we? (laughs) Drew's done for another season. His last forecast was Friday. We'll look forward to hearing from Drew Lerner again come April when he starts to take a look at spring seeding. And we wish him well. Hope you have a good winter, Drew Lerner. We'll take a time out. We'll be back. Entertainment Guide is coming up. Paul Martin Commentary, too. It's the Heartland at Noon on CHAB. Rotate your canola's traits, not your seed company. CS4000 LL from Cantera Seeds is a high-yielding Liberty Link canola hybrid and black leg resistance with excellent straight-cut performance. CS4000 LL joins Cantera Seeds' full lineup of herbicide-tolerant and disease-resistant canola hybrids to give you the options you want with the performance you need. One seed company for your full rotation. Visit Cantera.com to order CS4000 LL from your preferred retailer today. We've hidden a microphone somewhere in Moose Jaw, and we want you to find it. It's Hidden Mike. It's time to check in again with our hidden microphone. We've hidden a microphone somewhere in Moose Jaw. The first person to help us find exactly where that microphone is hidden will win an amazing prize pack, courtesy of our friends at Canadian Tire. Let's check in and see what our hidden microphone is picking up now. There you go, the latest from our hidden mic. You can get bonus clues, by the way, for the hidden mic contest by going online to discovermoosejaw.com. Your first chance to guess will be coming up tomorrow morning. And there's only one way to have a chance to guess where this microphone is hidden, and that's to get registered with our hidden microphone page online at discovermoosejaw.com. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Road report on the Heartland at Noon from My Addictions Clothing Boutique in the Town and Country Mall. Full store of fall and winter fashions for sizes small to 2XL at My Addictions Clothing Boutique, Town and Country Mall. Good news from the city of Moose Jaw. We're making progress on the cast iron waterman replacement. So, Caribou, from 4th to 10th, all the underground work is uh, complete. And paving is complete from 4th to 9th including the 9th Avenue and Caribou Street intersection. That intersection is still closed today. They're going to do some line painting and new lane configurations, by the way, too. The intersection will be open to traffic Wednesday, weather permitting. And once open, it says right here, the new lane configurations and traffic signals will go into effect. The new lane configurations provide for a left-turn-only lane and a straight-through right-turn lane at each intersection corner. So that'll be a change for all of us. 
Also, the water main replacement construction is all done on Fairford East from 3rd to 5th. The south leg of 3rd and Fairford Street, that intersection remains closed, but will be paved and hopefully reopened to traffic tomorrow. Good news from the City of Moose Jaw, the road report again, from My Addiction's Clothing Boutique in the Town & Country Mall. Now, today's Paul Martin Commentary. We should never underestimate the power of a head office. This province is not exactly head office central in the country. In fact, our history would suggest the opposite. Any successful company started here is more likely than not to be taken over by a larger fish from a bigger pond. But we are starting to see something of a new trend on this front. The latest case in point is Saskatoon-based tech firm Vendasta and their latest announcement. They've been on a significant growth track in recent years, adding customers across North America, which in turn has attracted the attention of investors. And with capital comes buying power. This week's announcement centers on Vendasta's acquisition of a Toronto-based scheduling software company. Now, this is not the usual track. Normally, business reporters would be talking about the Toronto firm buying the Saskatchewan one. But now we have it going the other way. It's a powerful testament to the importance of growing and, more importantly, retaining head offices. When the owners and decision makers live in your community, their moves make the community bigger and stronger. I'm Paul Martin. Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. Trade boring for bowling at South Hill Bowling Center. Party on with Rock and Glow Bowling all weekend. Book your Christmas parties now before the prime spots are filled. Fully licensed with automatic scoring. For reservations, call 693-0955. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at noon on 800-CHAB. 12:19 on the Heartland at noon. A reminder, the COVID-19 vaccination booster program has expanded to residents 65 plus, along with those in the far north or those living on First Nation communities age 50 plus. Also, healthcare workers and individuals born 2009 or earlier with underlying health conditions. You're all eligible to receive a booster dose now. Immunization records will be confirmed at the vaccination site to ensure it's been at least six months since your last COVID-19 vaccination. Sunday's COVID-19 update. The seven-day average for daily new cases of COVID-19 fell below 200 in Saskatchewan on the weekend for the first time since August. The Saskatchewan Health Authority reporting 170 new cases Sunday afternoon. That brings the average infection rate over the last week to 193 cases per day. There were 1,810 tests reported for the day. One new death The number of people in hospital with COVID-19 remained at 226. The active case count across uh, the province declined by 185 to 2,122. The new cases include six new cases in the local South Central Zone, where we have 58 active cases as of yesterday, and that's the same number as Friday. Also, you should know, beginning November 8th, visitors to any Saskatchewan Health Authority acute care facility and long-term care home must supply a proof of vaccination or a negative COVID-19 test. That's as of November 8th, so that's a week from today. The SHA says that the policy aligns with its health care worker proof of vaccination policy and the provincial proof of policy, uh, provincial proof of vaccination policy. So patients and care home residents will not require a proof of vaccination in order to receive care or services. And those who are not vaccinated must provide a negative PCR test that was taken within 72 hours of visiting the facility. That story is on discovermoosejaw.com today.
Okay, brief time out. We'll be back. We'll tell you about the Pet Value Perfect Pet of the Month for the month of October next. It's the Heartland at Noon on CHAB. Power Days are back tomorrow and Wednesday at Nutter's. Get 20% off vitamins and supplements and 15% off everything else. Some exceptions may apply. Power Days tomorrow and Wednesday. Nutter's every day. Naturals. This is Heather Eby. People have been asking me about my campaign phrase for such a time as this. Relationships in our city have become divided during COVID, but when the pandemic ends, there will be opportunities for a significant economic and social recovery. I am the right leader to bridge divisions and prepare our city for the post-pandemic launch of a strong moose jaw. I believe I am the right person for such a time as this. Vote for me, Heather Eby, for mayor this Wednesday. Paid for and authorized by the official agent for Heather Eby. Dumont Technical Institute is holding multi-sector safety ticket training in Moose Jaw. Upon completion of this program, you will earn a variety of tickets to help gain employment in mining, oil and gas, and Saskatchewan's construction industry. Program runs November 29th to December 17th. Apply now for the Dumont Technical Institute multi-sector safety ticket training in Moose Jaw by going online, gdins.org, under the Programs and Courses tab, or in person, 1350 Lakeview Road, Moose Jaw. Application deadline is this Friday, November 5th. Localjobshop.ca. Right now, the perfect employee for your business could be looking for the right job opportunity at localjobshop.ca. Make sure they find you. Post your job listings today. It's local. It's free. Localjobshop.ca. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. The Pet Value Perfect Pet Contest. Are you ready to show off your perfect pet? We've teamed up with our friends at Pet Value to show off your perfect pet. And each month, uh, we'll draw five pets for a showdown. So you see, what you got to do is just share a photo of your perfect pet. Uh, just go to Discover Moose Jaw, go to Quick Links, click on Perfect Pet, and away you go. It's easy from there. And each month, we draw five pets for a showdown. And the pet that gets the most votes wins a $50 gift card from Pet Value, plus the title of Perfect Pet. All the details and entry information, again, on discovermoosejaw.com. And the Perfect Pet, you decided... A nice German shepherd by the name of Cooper. Jesse Ludwar is his master. Hello. Hi, is Jesse Ludwar there? Yeah, this is him. Jesse Rob Carney, C-H-A-B. How's it going? Good, yourself? Good, thanks. Hey, did you hear the news yet? Uh, No, I didn't. Cooper the dog is our perfect pet of the month. Oh, nice. (laughs) So you and Cooper get a $50 gift certificate to uh, get Cooper some treats at Pet Value, the sponsor of uh, our Perfect Pet Contest. Perfect. Tell us about Cooper. Uh, he's a German Shepherd. He's a little crazy, but uh, he's a loving dog, I guess. He's good. Um, he's young, just over a year old, so still uh, some improvements to do, but he's a good dog. Yeah, if they're uh, well-trained, they're beautiful dogs, hey? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's coming along. Are you taking some puppy training? Um, we took some puppy training, and then we've been doing some private sessions to improve a couple things, and so far, so good. Awesome. Good for you. And uh, just a, a pet? No other plans for Cooper? Uh, no, not yet. Yeah, right on. Right on. And I'm assuming you're in Moose Jaw, right, Jesse? Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for entering the uh, Pet Value Perfect Pet Contest. And you can come into the radio station anytime and pick up your $50 gift card. 
Okay, sounds good. Thank you. And congratulate Cooper for us. Yeah, I will. <laughs> okay, right on. Have a great All day, right. man. You too. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Jesse Ludwar and his German Shepherd Cooper, the Pet Value Perfect Pet of the Month. You know what that means? It's time to go again for the month of November. Get your pet entered. Pet Value Perfect Pet of the Month on discovermoosejaw.com. Halloween. How was it? We uh, asked that question on the CHAB Facebook page. More specifically, we asked how many trick-or-treaters you had, uh, and some said a lot. Uh, Courtney Fielder, Country 100, she's so smart. She put the the question up last night. So she got lots of responses. Uh, and lots of people had lots of kids, which is great. Juanita said we had 32. Maureen said 49, not quite as many as last year. Gail said 25. Brenda said just two. Carrie said 38. Etta said 39. Uh, here, Brian says just about 10, but we were out trick-or-treating. And then Lisa says 35, and we are so excited about it. We usually get about 10 or 12, so we're giving out handfuls. In the end, we were giving out full-size chocolate bars from my personal stash and chips. <laughs> That's awesome. What a great thing to have to do. Happy Halloween, everybody. Well, happy Halloween to you, too, Lisa. And thanks for participating in uh, the Country 100 poll uh, on how many trick-or-treaters you had. Uh, we'd, we'd like you to tell us on the CHAB Facebook page, too, uh, and that uh, these responses from the uh, Country 100 Facebook page. So lots of kids out and about, and that was good to see. And the Moose Jaw Police Service reporting a fairly quiet Halloween without any major troubles. Uh, about 4.30, there was a disturbance. Uh, an individual was upset, screaming and yelling on a doorstep. Probably just wanted some candy, right? Subject located and sent on their way. Just after 6 o'clock, a suspicious occurrence individual was said to have banged on the door and then took off down the street. Subject was located and taken home. Hmm. At 6.30, a youth was bitten by a dog while trick-or-treating. Oh, oh, the owner was contacted and charged under the dangerous dog bylaw. And then late in the evening, uh, at 11.39, an intoxicated person, subject intoxicated and trying to get into the wrong house, held in cells until sober. And they didn't have a very good Halloween. We'll take a brief time out and be back with some Monday inspiration from Lieutenant Colonel Riel Erickson. Stay tuned. You'll enjoy this. Heartland at noon on CHAB. Hey, this is Mike from Pastimes Photography and Gifts. For 22 years, we have been the perfect gift store for any special occasion. We offer a huge selection of delicious retro candy and chocolate mousse fudge, perfect for any sweet tooth. You also need to check out our selection of home decor, including many repurposed one-of-a-kind pieces of furniture. As well, don't forget our specialty while you wait, old-time photography. Through the good times and bad, thanks for 22 years from Pastimes Photography and Gifts. Gifts galore from ceiling to floor. Before CS2600 CRT TrueFlex Canola with Roundup Ready technology from Cantera Seeds, I plan my summer around spray time, not lake time. But with CS2600 CRT's flexible application timing, the only thing getting sprayed right now is me. And with its first and second generation club root resistance and excellent straight cut performance, it fits my farm like a snug swimsuit. Visit Cantera.com to order CS2600 CRT from your preferred retailer. Always read and follow grain marketing and stewardship requirements and pesticide label directions. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. 
She graduated from the Royal Canadian Military College in 2003 and earned her wings in 2005, and then spent the next two years training to become a CF-18 fighter pilot. And now, in her second year as commanding officer of the two Canadian Forces Flying Training School at 15-Wing Moose Jaw, last week the businesswomen of Moose Jaw had a luncheon with guest speaker Lieutenant Colonel Riel Erickson. She's a mom of two and a fighter pilot. In our Royal Canadian Air Force, Canada's fifth female fighter pilot. She trained, of course, right here at 15 Wing. Our Catherine Ludwig went to that luncheon and listened to her speak about finding purpose, embracing failure, and what confidence means to her. The purpose. I am a type of life of service is kind of where I've always been drawn. And... Initially, the idea of like, you know, it, I wasn't even saying at that mind that my, you know, in my head, a lot of people are it's like, oh, for my country. I wasn't there necessarily. But what I did know is that that act of being like team building, I was big into sports. I was big into team building. I was big into accomplishing things as a group. And as I kind of learned and I saw the military, that was one of the key components of it. As I said, there was a lot of struggles. I, it was a culture shock for me. I went from being a very independent, you know, kid who was like, I'm an adult. Uh, you know, my parents were very much from the time I was like eight years old, dress yourself, you figure out how to do that. No, you're too old for a bunk bed. I went to college and somebody was telling me how to dress when I slept in a bunk bed. I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> um, but as I got over that initial shock and, you know, and, and managed to kind of work my way through that, I did realize is that that teamwork was a fundamental aspect of it and that you know, that purpose, that helping, it was like nobody was going to succeed without the help of somebody else around them. And I think that was the one thing I really needed is that that purpose is that when I lost the purpose for myself, I always found it in somebody next to me needing me. And that related to me with sports. Do you guys have like, there's something you need to do? You have your accountability partner? Yeah. As much as that's part of you, it's because also you don't want to let the other person down, right? And I think that's a really key important with the that resiliency is because when things get tough, it's really easy to lean back and be like, oh, you know what, this is not it for me. But having that act of service of like, but I'm here for somebody else as well, I think it is so important in helping us get through those really tough times. And that is a huge aspect of being in the military. And I learned it right from recruit term. Um, you know, you always, you always walk with the slowest person. You always ran with the slowest person. Um, the folks that were, at the front of the pack, they didn't leave everybody behind. It, it's this thing you hear in the military all the time, never leave a man behind, you know? Um, and I think that what became, it was something that started to give me that purpose. Viktor Frankl actually said, it's my favorite quote I use all the time, suffering ceases to be suffering once it has a purpose. And I, I sit in that, so when I sit in those moments where I'm like, this sucks so much. <laughs> I always ask myself, I'm like, okay, I'm losing my purpose here, that why? That was kind of my introduction, as I said, as I joined the forces. As I kind of went through, and then there's this that second piece I said, was embrace failure. <laughs> um, easier said than done, <laughs> I will say. But along my way, I, I definitely hit my moments of failure. I tell my, stu my students now, and they look and they're like, I want to be a fighter pilot. And for those that don't know with the fighter pilot community, because of the fact that when the students graduate in the fighter pilot world, this is a single seat aircraft. So there is nobody sitting next to you to help you mentor. Um, there's nobody sitting next to you to catch your mistakes. So you really do end up needing to kind of, we, we pick from you know, the top part of the, the class for that. 
So what people always ask me, they're like, well, how do I get there? How do I get to the top? This was my number one piece is I'm like, embrace failure, get comfortable in it, which seems counterintuitive because to get there, you have to be the best. <laughs> but I, I learned early is that the fail early, fail often. Um, I don't know if anybody's heard that, how important that was. I had, we do a Portage, um, it, Portage La Prairie uh, is where we actually do a phase one training. So it's a little mini session, you get like 14 hours. Uh, it's like a one month, two month course in flying prior to coming here. I hated that course. I absolutely hated it. I did not enjoy a moment of it. And I was like, what have I, what have I done? And, but at the time I couldn't get changed my occupation. They were like, nope. And if I withdrew from the occupation, then it was actually kind of going to end up what we call penalty vectors now, but I was going to end up in a whole bunch of places where it would just delay everything. So everybody was like, the best thing you can do is just go there and fail. Okay, <laughs> not really. I remember I said, I was like, tell me, here's something you can't do. I'm like, well, I'll show you, I can do it. But for me, that was like, well, that's, that's I'm not gonna try and fail. That was so against my, my core, which I think, you know, all, all, everybody here is like business things. Like you don't try and fail. <laughs> you're given a task, you're like, I'm gonna do the best. But the beauty of that was that for me, failure would, would be a good thing though too. So if I gave this everything I had and it didn't work out, eh. Uh, uh, that was kind of where I was going anyway. So it removed that fear of failure for me. And I suddenly, the, the number one comment, because I went in, I studied, but it allowed me to gain that balance in my life. Because if I was studying and I was like, oh man, I'm really tired. I don't feel ready for this flight tomorrow, but I really want to go to sleep. I'm going to go to sleep. I've done everything I can, but I'm still going to go get my sleep that I have. Okay, I've done all these things. So I was like, I'm going to do everything I, and I was joking around, I can, but there was that certain pound of without giving up me. And that kind of ended up being part of it. And so I, I carried on, I was rested, I had failures, I failed trips, I got red ticks, I made mistakes on trips. I would take off on a flight and make a critical error on the one thing, Oop, I forgot something, and I'd be like, oh well. And I'd carry on, and I was like, all the instructors were like, man, you bounced back well from here. <laughs> and I realized right away, I was like, well, yeah, okay, because the error didn't matter. And I suddenly realized the big thing about embracing failure is realizing that a failure doesn't define you. It's what you do with a failure that makes you successful. And, you know, so part of that resiliency is not focusing on that moment of, man, I just sucked. <laughs> it was about focusing on what do I do with that? We also have a saying in, uh, in pilot trainings, you're only as good as your last landing. But I actually, you know, and, I, and we kind of say that because we're saying, hey, it's like just because you let had a, uh, um, a good one, when you do your next one, you know, that's the one that counts. And I think the better way to actually say that is you're only as good as your next landing. And because you can have a bad landing and that's great, but what you do with any moment in time. So it's not matter, it doesn't matter what you've done, it matters what you do next. Currently speaking is Riel Erickson. She is a commanding officer for two Canadian Forces flying training schools. She is Canada's fifth ever female fighter pilot, and she spoke with the businesswoman of Moose Jaw Committee on how she found her purpose in the military by being of service to others and how her training taught her to embrace failure. She also explains her own expression of weed the garden and what confidence means to her. My other side of it is weed the garden. I did learn over the years as I was going through in training, and as you get through, you're gonna get so many criticisms as you're going along. And those are good. It's good to get the criticisms. Be careful of your inner saboteur though, uh, in there. 
And that's one thing I realized. So as I said, I was the fifth female uh, fighter pilot in Canada as I went through. When I did my training to become a fighter pilot, they did a TV show on us. The Discovery Channel followed us. They followed every aspect. They were in our homes. They followed us for nine months of my life. There was a camera right in my face. And I realized like the most, that course, the fighter pilot course is incredibly difficult. You, they drag you through the ringers. Nobody enjoys the course. But um, I never learned so much about myself as going through that, that course. But when I came out, because this was all put on national television, so the most exhausting mentally, physically, and emotionally demanding nine months of my life were laid out to the entire world. It was eventually uh, sold across the world. And it was interesting, the varied things. And actually, even before the show, the number of people that said to me, because it's a very coveted position at the, you know, to become a fighter pilot and everything, the second I was picked, somebody would start saying, you only got picked because you're a woman. You're only there because they need, you know, the quota. I've all heard about this quota. And I call those little things is that those are those, those comments that are made when people themselves are having insecurities and they need to make an excuse for their own non-success. All right. And, but they plant seeds of doubt. I call them the seeds of doubt. And if you let other things water those moments, they grow into little quitting failure trees. <laughs> so you need to weed that garden. You need to constantly be in there. And the way I say it is like the number one thing is know your saboteurs. And for me, I name my saboteurs. But that's the one that says you, you don't deserve to be here. And is always finding a way to take my accomplishments and tell me that, eh, yeah, you did that, but look what other people have done. It's not really that great because and I, and I say, get to know your saboteurs. And that is, I think, a key thing. Because then you know, you're like, ooh, stop watering that seed. <laughs> and you can rip it out. And, but the thing is, that, and you're always going to have those people coming in and planting. And, and that was a really hard thing. At least I'd learned that from the day one where somebody came in and planted that seed of doubt. And I knew that was something I was going to have to focus on. But the beauty was, is I'd figured it out right away. And the, you know, and, I, and I'd learned that so I could tell myself and try and focus on my successes and the reasons why I was there. And, you know, the fact that I was successful. I did manage to bounce back from failures. I, I had managed to achieve all these things that other people did not do. And then I also remind myself, does it really matter how I got here? Let's just worry about the fact that I'm here and, and stop worrying about whether I deserve it to be here and just worry on the fact that I am here. And I come back again to that. It doesn't matter what you've done. It matters what you do next. That kind of leads me into the other thing, confidence. Fighter pilots, a lot of people, we are a little bit like the Top Gun, walking around. We all love to have that. <laughs> but the one thing I did realize was that the uh, that confidence is such a key thing. I, you know, I actually I'm gonna coming back to like this is a prop. <laughs> the thing is, is that confidence is seeing is the there's a saying like the fake it till you make it. We've all heard that, but it's true. I remember walking in there and oh man, did I not have confidence? And I saw those moments, you know, like come down where it was like okay, I'm hit. I'm getting hit by a ton of a ton of failures. But there's a balance. Now I don't say it. there's ego and then there's confidence. All right, you gotta be delicate. And I always say with everything, there's always, there, there's always a fine line, you know, walking those, those places. There's the ego, which is I'm better than everybody else. To me, confidence is knowing your strengths. 
alright? And don't apologize for that. That's one thing I've said, I, I really realized, so as I said, fifth female fighter pilot, uh, there's were none on squadron with me when I went through there. And it was the one thing I realized was a massive difference between when, um, you know, me growing up and around when I was in with the guys versus when I went and played volleyball, say on a women's team, was the number of times that um, I think society has taught us to apologize or play down our strengths. You know, if somebody comes along, we're not very good at saying, you know, saying thank you. Like somebody gives us a compliment and we're like, oh, no, 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 no. You're better at this. Oh, you should see somebody else's thing. You know, we always say like the best thing is thank you. I haven't said I'm like, there's nothing wrong with being like, yeah, I know, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody goes like, you're amazing. Thanks. I kind of am, aren't I? <laughs> and I know it sounds terrible and everything. And there is, you have to keep that little bit of humility. And my way I always say that is don't I make excuse for your weaknesses. Currently speaking is Riel Erickson. She is a commanding officer for two Canadian forces flying training schools. She is Canada's fifth ever female fighter pilot, and she spoke with the businesswoman of Moose Jaw Committee on how she found her purpose in the military by being of service to others and how her training taught her to embrace failure. She also explains her own expression of weed the garden and what confidence means to her. She also explains a decision-making tactic that she uses regularly. The five people you spend the most time with are the people that you're going to become most like. And that's why I say it's so important to surround yourself with amazing people because they will give you that confidence. They give you the tools. They give you the extra uh, inspiration when you're having those down moments. And, and that is everything about being in the military. It is your tribe. You are a family. It's about, and it comes back to that, that group, that team, that idea that we are all in this together. Nobody is in this alone, you know, in any way, shape, or form. And... That is one thing I do with my team, uh, you know, as the commanding officer is sort of saying because we have moments and the fact that it's okay to take a knee once in a while and we're here as a team is that yes, somebody else is going to be able to step up. Um, and we always feel good. That's one thing. We feel guilty, especially if you are like, I'm here as a service. I'm letting my team down. But remembering that it comes in ebbs and flows. And that's why it's great to have a, a, a tribe that you trust because then you know I can I can take a knee I can spend more time with my kids I can you know I, I I'm not going to be able to get all these things done and somebody can step up and knowing that they know that they can rely on you to do the same when they are having troubles and uh, and that as a team you can carry a failure together it is so much easier there there isn't a single failure on earth that is carried by one person ever and that's one thing I say is that it, it's always there's, there's a team in there somewhere, is that every success is carried by a group of people and every failure is carried by that. And I think knowing that at times is so important for us. We forget, we forget that we are not alone. It's hard, especially during COVID, because <laughs> we're trapped in our house. But nurturing those tribes is like incredibly important. It's all there, but again, I go with resiliency. The one thing I've always said is like, okay, that's great, but survival tips right where I'm like I'm in crisis <laughs> great I need a tribe and I need to embrace failure but like the house is on fire <laughs> these are like my top survival tips that I, I, I give to everybody told you you'd be motivated Lieutenant Colonel Riel Erickson uh, the commanding officer of two Canadian forces flying training school and uh most of her address to the businesswomen of Moose Jaw last week. We'll have more on this story uh, on discovermoosejaw.com this week.
take your time out and be back. Speaking of achievers, speaking of motivation, Moose Jaw born and raised pitcher Cam O'Reilly had a pretty good fall baseball season. We'll visit with him next, Heartland at Noon on CHAB. Whether it's a scrimmage with friends, the game-winning goal, or a personal best, sports, activity, exercise, it feels great. But sometimes we overdo it and need help to get back in the game, back on the ice, and back to active. The Moose Jaw Co-op Pharmacy at Hillcrest has the supports and bracing you need to do just that. For home health and active living solutions, see the Moose Jaw Co-op Pharmacy at Hillcrest, corner of Main and Thatcher. The Moose Jaw Co-op. Be part of something bigger. Hi, I'm Clive Tolley. I've been a coach for many years, volunteering my time to minor hockey, minor girls softball, and minor baseball. Working with our young people, I've learned that leadership, vision, and teamwork are the path to success. As a city councillor and as a person active in our community, I've learned from experience how we should plan for the future. I'm running for mayor so I can make a difference and bring practical solutions to our city's problems. I ask for your vote this Wednesday. Hop on the trolley. Vote for Tolly. Paid for and authorized by the official agent for Clive Tolly. Discover Moose Jaw weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com. Clearing this afternoon, a high of plus one. Tonight, a few clouds, a low of minus 13 with a wind chill of minus 19 overnight. Tuesday, mainly sunny, a high of plus three with a wind chill of minus 19 in the morning. Wednesday, sunny, a high of eight. Thursday, sunny, a high of 14. And Friday, sunny, and a high of 10. The Saskatchewan Health Authority is letting residents know that as of Wednesday, the drop-in COVID-19 testing site will be moving to the Golden Nugget Centre on the exhibition grounds. Drop-in testing runs Monday to Thursday from 9 a.m. to noon. Then beginning this Friday, drop-in testing will expand to Saturdays and Sundays from 11 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. For all your news and weather anytime, click on discoverymooshaw.com or the Moose Jaw Live app. I'm Sean Slack. This is Greg Marston from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. What a success story this is. You may remember this past summer we featured a young local baseball pitcher named Cam O'Reilly on The Heartland at Noon. Cam's a local kid who grew up playing ball here in Moose Jaw, and after spending a year honing his skills with the coaches at Southern Flanagan Baseball Training, he earned a scholarship offer from St. Clair College in Ontario, and he took it. And then he took the fall baseball season by storm, with a number of impressive outings helping his team, the Saints, to a championship in his freshman year. Cam O'Reilly taking some time out from his studies at St. Clair to join us on the Heartland at Noon via telephone from Windsor, Ontario. Cam, the last time we talked uh, was when I, I learned that you were going to St. Clair College to play baseball. And uh, that was, uh, I'm going to say, about three months ago uh, in the summertime. And, and I could hear the excitement. Uh, I could hear the trepidation in your voice when we interviewed. Here you are just graduating from Vanier Collegiate and taking a scholarship at St. Clair College. And uh, away you went, and you had a great season. By the time it was all done, you were uh, named an all-star, named the pitcher of the year, and you and your teammates won a championship. Man, way to go. Yeah, thanks. It was a super fun time. I enjoyed every bit of it. I'll bet you did. And pretty quick, like the college baseball season in Canada, uh, it's like bang, 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 and it's over, right? Yeah, it felt like it was like happened so fast, you know what I mean? Just because it's, it's only two months, it gets too cold after that. But um, yeah, I wish it was longer, but... 
your stats. Innings pitched, 16, gave up eight hits, just two runs, uh, two earned runs, uh, only walked eight, struck out 21, uh, 9.19 strikeouts per game. Uh, good job, buddy. Yeah, thanks. Um, I mean, I couldn't have done it without my pitching coach, Kareem, but uh, we, had a, we had a great team, and they helped me play defense, and it was, yeah, it was, a good, it was a good season. Tell me about your pitching coach and what he did for you. Oh, well, he introduced me into uh, driveline and started doing that with me and uh, helped me uh, with my mechanics uh, every day. And he just he was just a really good coach. What did you say he introduced you to? Uh, driveline. What's that? Like he, he start, It's like a, I don't really know how to explain it. It's just like it's like a training program kind of. Okay. Yeah, so he uh, he showed me how to do that, and he he helped me he helped me with it uh, working in it, in it into my season as I was pitching. So right on. Now let's explain to our listeners: this uh, just didn't happen overnight. You've been playing ball since you were a wee kid. Yeah, I've been playing. I've been playing ball since I was, I think, six or seven, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been playing ball a long time. Yeah. And then went into the, uh, and uh, for, forgive me for, for forgetting what the name of the, the athletic program at Vanier Collegiate is. Tell me. Uh, that was in grade 11, but in grade, in grade 12, I was just training at Southern Flanagan through, through the whole year. But, okay, okay. Yeah. And, uh, and talk about Southern Flanagan. Obviously, they helped you get to the next level. Oh, yes. They were, they were the reason I, I came down here. It was, it was a great opportunity, and I thank them very much for it. Yeah, they helped me with all my mechanics getting down here and stuff like that. Yeah, no kidding. So uh, now the fall ball season. Uh, so now you're you're done. You won the championship. You're the pitcher of the year. Uh, great season. What's next? Do you have a spring ball season in college? Uh, in unfortunately we don't. Um, but uh, I don't know. Hopefully I'll I'll play for a uh, a good team when I come back to Moose Jaw. So that's the plan to play at home next summer. Yeah, that's the plan, yeah. Okay. Uh, Moose Jaw Miller Express, perhaps? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the goal, hopefully, yeah. Yeah, if they can get a season together, right? Yeah, hopefully. I mean, it's COVID. COVID COVID's looking like it, there will be a season, so I'm hoping there is, but... Yeah, that'd be really good. Of course, the Miller Express have been shut down due to the COVID-19 pandemic, certainly. Well, that'd be great to see yeah. you back home and pitching in front of family and friends again, uh, especially if you're playing for the yeah. Moose Jaw Miller Express, right? Yeah, it'll be it'll be super nice. Right on. So, uh, tell me what happens now. Focus on studies. Yeah, just focusing on school and training in the off season. Mm-hmm. And what are you taking in school? Uh, business, business finance. Yeah, good for you. And what does the off season yeah. training program look like for uh, you and the Saints? Um, I'm not really too sure yet because we we get a break like after throwing for our arms to just you know what I mean. Yeah. And uh, like for about a month, and then we start back up in December. So I'll see. I'll see what happens. I'm sure it'll be good. But you missing home? Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was hard the first like month or so or whatever. But after I found some friends, it got easier. Yeah, good so. for you. And how's the college life? It's good. It's different than being in high school, but it's good. Yeah, good for you. Well, congratulations yeah. again on a great rookie season uh, with St. Clair. And looking forward to a, a future with the Saints. Uh, you've got one year under your belt and eligible to play three more seasons, right? 
Yes, for sure. It'll be, it should be fun. Awesome. Way to go, Cam. Anything else you'd like to add today? Uh, just that it was it was a great season, and I'm happy to be down here. And it was it was a good time. It was fun. Yeah, no kidding. Well, congratulations again on a great season. We'll look forward to hopefully seeing you on the mound in Moose Jaw this coming summer. Yes, hopefully. I, I hope I hope for that too. All right, all the best to you, man. All right, thank you very much. Great kid right there. Take a time out and be back with more. Heartland at noon, 800 CHAB. Some of your favorite restaurants are found right here in the Heartland. Here's a closer look with the 800 CHAB Dining Guide. Did you know R&S Family Restaurant has daily specials? Join them for Throwback Thursday, where a bacon cheeseburger and fries are only $8.25. The food's great, with prices that can't be beat. Find R&S Family Restaurant on Facebook to see what's special on the menu today. And now, another rock and roll history lesson on 800 CHAB. The hit song, Uptown Girl by Billy Joel, was originally titled Uptown Girls. Plural. Joel says the song was inspired by real girls that he had dated over the years, and at the time, he felt like a downtown guy surrounded by uptown girls. Joel started writing the song when he was dating then-girlfriend, famous supermodel, Elle McPherson. After the two broke up, he began a relationship with his future wife, Christy Brinkley, who was not only one of the song's inspirations, but also starred in the video. This has been another Rock and Roll History Lesson, brought to you by Great West Auto and Egg Supply in Moose Jaw, Assiniboia Livestock Auction, committed to getting top dollar for your livestock, and Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. We touched on the story this morning on the 800 CHAB Morning Show. Brian Adams uh, could not perform at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Saturday night. He tested positive for COVID-19. His people are telling us he is fully vaccinated against the virus and he's not sick at all, but he tested positive so he couldn't perform. He was supposed to sing It's Only Love, a duet he recorded, of course, with Tina Turner years ago. She was inducted into the Hall of Fame, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, at the ceremony, uh, but he uh, he just couldn't perform. Uh, now, Tina Turner had been in the Hall of Fame back in 1991 as part of Ike and Tina, uh, but this year was inducted as a solo artist. Uh, the 2021 class also included a Carol King, the Go-Go's, and Todd Rundgren. We'll have more on the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame weekend and the people who are inducted on the Heartland at Noon right here tomorrow uh, on 800 CHAB. Just a reminder, uh, the game uh, got away in, uh, got underway in earnest uh, this morning, and uh, we're playing Hidden Mike on 800 CHAB and Mix 103 and Country 100. Your first step is to get entered under quick links on discovermoosejaw.com. It's Hidden Mike for Canadian Tire. We have hidden a microphone somewhere in Moose Jaw, and we want you to find it. So you listen at 7.15, 12.15, and 5.15 each day to hear what sounds our hidden mic microphone is picking up. Then you try to piece together the clues and find out exactly where we have hidden the microphone and you could win big. 
First step again, get registered for your chance to play along. We're not taking phone calls. We're phoning you, okay? Each morning, we call one person on CHAB and give them a chance to guess where the microphone is hidden. The first person to figure out exactly where it is will win, and I mean exactly, will win an amazing at-home party package from Canadian Tire, including a TV, electric fireplace, nesting tables, and a bar fridge. Plus, uh, some of our instant prizes from Western Pizza Express, Telefy Wireless Bell Kiosk, Deja Vu Cafe, In Essence, Devo's Car Wash, Iron Style House, and more. It's Hidden Mike. It's on 800-CHAB, and you should get registered today on discovermoosejaw.com. I got a Halloween story to tell you on the Daily Commentary to wrap up the show next. 800-CHAB, connecting the community. Hi, my name is Randy Denzel, and I'm the president of the Moose Jaw Warriors Booster Club, and we're looking for volunteers. Send an email to mjwarriors.boosterclub at gmail.com, or they can uh, reply to us on our Booster Club Facebook page, or just show up in a game night. If you come to the game and ask and go, hey, we'll take your name and number and information, and we'll gladly put people to work. Connecting the community. Brought to you by Magnuson Trucking. They now have three Super Bs to make grain hauling that much easier. For custom grain, fertilizer, and gravel hauling, call Sven at 642-7577. W.J. Jones & Son Funeral Services. You are their focus. Providing support during a difficult time. Going above and beyond is their mission. And Community Service Radio. 800 CHAB. Attention to cattle producers, Mancota Stock and Great Company, this Friday, November 5th. Angus cattle sale at 12 noon. Last week, Angus cattle sale back about six cents. Still a good market. 400 with eight steers sold for 233. 558 steers for 210. 658 for two dollars. Our sales are broadcast on dvauction.com. Updates on our Facebook page. For this week's sale, we have 3,300 coming to town. Thanks for making us your market of choice again this fall. Angus cattle sale Friday at noon. Call 306-478-2229. Power days are back tomorrow and Wednesday at Nutter's. Get 20% off vitamins and supplements and 15% off everything else. Some exceptions may apply. Power days tomorrow and Wednesday. Nutter's Everyday Naturals. I had about a dozen kids come to the house for Halloween treats yesterday. One group was prearranged, a growing family that used to live in the house next door to me. We had a good visit. I told them when they first moved in, I thought they'd be my worst nightmare. The home was vacant for a short time, and it was nice and quiet, and then I saw them arrive. There's the van, there's mom and dad, two little girls and two little boys, and then there was the big dog, and then the cat. It was like an endless stream of humanity and family pets arriving at the house. It was alarming. I thought our calm, peaceful, tranquil neighborhood was about to be turned upside down. I was wrong. Oh, there was some noise when the kids were outside, but it was all pleasant, mostly laughter. Those kids were and are well-behaved and polite, and they get along so well. Oh, and they've since added another little boy, five children in all. They moved to another area of the city four years ago now, and I realized last night just how much I missed them. Oh, and they got lots of candy in their old stomping grounds last night. I'm Rob Kearney.